<clears throat> with my cold. With your fucking yeah, with COVID allergies. over there. Yeah, your yeah. COVID-19. That's, that's fucking straight, straight spike protein right this here. This is literally <laughs> yeah. a super yeah. spreader event. Yeah. You have, to go you have been getting protein. the vaccine, haven't you? Get a magnet yes, and yes. stick it to his arm. Yes, right? yes, yes. Let's see what the fuck. Yes, yes, Why yes, are you yes. reaching for the one arm? I'm what? sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, wait, hold on. I, I had All right. Hold on. I know that's not true because if he'd been sitting in his car, it would have been the other side. So uh, you're okay. All right. I had to have somebody drive me. I had to have somebody drive me because it was 15 minutes, right? Oh, uh, guys, I know I'm sorry to say I had to get the vaccine. I got both doses. Actually, I went and I got the Pfizer yeah, and, and the Moderna. that was the end of the Truezilla podcast. The I got and the Johnson & Johnson one. But did you get the AstraZeneca? And, That's Well, no, I went to go get the AstraZeneca, and then they stopped me and said, Sir, you need to stop taking COVID vaccines, please. Can did, you did, stop? Did they give you all the flu shots that you've missed over the years, dude, I've been, too? Like, I've been eating donuts. I've been drinking beer, dude. I've been going getting lap dances. It's oh, fucking awesome, oh, dude. You guys gotta all get all this because shit. of the vaccine? The vaccine opened up the world for you. It's so bad. Some mercury and just just add some extra. It's been great. It's been awesome. But anyway, wow. you guys, I'm gonna be trying Kim to do this trail right up my ass. Yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, dude. I've been I've been hiking to the top of mountains just to get closer to the chemtrails to huff them, dude. Like, wow. Like, like it's been great. That's great. I feel wow. I've never felt better. But you know, a little sniffly. Gonna try and do this little ad here in the beginning, you guys. If you want to support the show, please go to truezilla.org forward slash donate. You can find all the donate options there. PayPal, Venmo, Cash App, Bitcoin. Contribute to our shitcoin fund. There's the BNB link right there, so we can do our. Stop it, <laughs> Scott. Are you serious? Yeah, it's it. It says shitcoin fund. It's like if you look at the pro- the show episode description, it says shitcoin fund right there, dude. It's hilarious. You haven't caught wow. that yet? Mm. I have not caught that uh, particular one. Go get yourself a Truesilla T-shirt. Truesilla.org forward slash shirts. And uh, yeah, you guys got all kinds of good stuff coming up. Anyway, all right, all right guys, enjoy the show. Welcome to Truthzilla. I am Megan sitting here with Scott and Ed. Our guest tonight is the host of the epic new podcast, Project Cheney, which is already featured two-thirds of Truthzilla. <laughs> yep. Please welcome one of our favorite truth tellers, the magical sorceress, Cheney. Hi, Cheney. Hi. How are you tonight? How are you guys? Good, good. good. How is it in Florida tonight? I must know that off right off the top. It um, is very hot today, or actually, uh, it thunderstormed today, so um, we got a little cooling off. It was hot this morning, and then we are in desperate need of rain, hmm. so yeah, pretty, we've been getting it, thank goodness. Pretty dry, huh? Yeah, it's very un- it's unusual how dry we are right now. Interesting. Is it still humid, though? I hear that's a big element of Florida, is that the humidity, even when it's hot, it's humid. It's always humid. Yeah. See, always. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. From the ground. <laughs> yeah. Heat coming up and heat coming down. It's uh, pretty intense. But it's about to be summer in Florida. So if you can make it through like the next uh, 90 days of Florida, you can make it through any desert heat. But it stays sweltering like it stays like a wet heat always. It doesn't ever just like dry up like Mojave desert heat. So like in your peak summer months it's wet you're wet and it's burning hot basically yeah you breathe in moisture like your lungs feel different like you breathe in a density of the swamp it is uh it it's a different place i live by the shore though so um when i'm breathing in my humidity there's salt mixed in whoa thank goodness you're breathing yeah. you're breathing straight freedom there, I think. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. It's pretty fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Our governor is quite the uh I mean, if we lived in a country where it would 
behoove anyone to vote because the system that we voted in was legal and was binding somehow that mattered, I would say DeSantis uh, is a bright shining star for America's future. If we lived in a place where voting mattered and was, you know, on the up and up. Right. True. Where people's <laughs> votes counted, you mean? Is that what you're getting at, Shani? <clears throat> Well, I th I'm glad that over half the votes are counted in Maricopa County, so um, we are getting closer to uh, my pillow dates, uh, which I love my pillow dates. Okay, okay, you're gonna have to Wait, give us a breakdown here, Cheney, because I admittedly dates? have not. I've, I've heard little rumblings here and there, but I have not been following this whole thing. Just I'm so black pilled on the election and any of that bullshit, dude. Oh my god. I feel like it's okay for me to come out and tell everyone. I mean, Saturday Night Live has done skits about it. I'm a QAnon witch. Everyone, oh, yes. <laughs> we're gonna have to All, right. All right. You know what's funny is that we were. Uh, I see you at the Capitol. You know, we, 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 we knew we knew that 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 we were before the show. Just a little funny thing. We were trying to think of a good word, a good uh, adjective for the the introduction, and so we actually typed in witch. Uh, synonyms, and so we're looking up which synonyms. We're like, well, because mm -hmm. we were having debate about which synonym. Which like which W I T C H <laughs> yeah. synonyms. Yes, right, right. You know what I mean. And right. so, and so we ended I up said with sorceress before. Sorceress, yes. Yeah. So, all so, this so we, landed, we landed on sorceress. So you're a QAnon sorceress witch. QAnon witch. Tell us more. What's going on? QAnon witch. Um, I didn't even know I was a QAnon witch until um, Saturday Night Live mocked it, and then ah. I was like, huh. That feels real nice. <laughs> and if you look up, uh, <laughs> it just feels like it, it pisses off the right amount of people. Yep. Um, you know, the right it makes, amount. <laughs> yeah, it just, no one likes it. It just, it doesn't feel good to anyone. <laughs> and I like that kind of awkward. Yes. So I'm just going to own it. I feel like everybody's hightailed away from QAnon because of, you know, uh, HBO documentary, and I don't care if it triggers everybody. There's still the rightest fucking group of people out there, and yep. uh, burn, burn, burn. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts to yes. feel. But everything with the election, everything with Dr. Fauci, mm -hmm. everything about everything. Um, there's a whole bunch of people who still knew it was going to all be this way, but you guys have been mocking them on the internet for the last few years. Um, so, yeah, now I've learned how to do spells, too. So we're taking it to a whole nother level. Nice. That's awesome. Nice. Nice. QAnon spells. spells. You know, what's funny. I was at the gym the other night and I try to avert eye contact with the TV at all times. But it's sometimes it's unavoidable. And the few times that I actually did, my eyes met the TV screen. It was just an abomination every single time. All right. But the one the one that really stood out, it was a local newscast. So, you know, I don't know who where they were getting their marching orders from. But basically the headline read uh QAnon making a comeback according to new CNN study and I'm just like oh, oh god oh no <laughs> because is anybody really like fall for this like is anybody like wow dang it honey well, they, they, honey they CNN says QAnon's coming pointing back. the finger at the domestic <laughs> yeah. terrorists right? right so like they, they're not letting that go no right so that's all they got to hold on to now they're yeah. like domestic no, terrorists still but no December 6th December or January 6th January 6th, January 6th. Yeah. yeah so all they run on and i mean they still can't keep trump's they have they talk about trump more than they talk about biden uh so we're well, still here. Are they dare the not they dare not speak about biden nobody wants to like keep talking about that huge elephant in the room yeah. it's interesting yeah. but i i'm kind of surprised that we don't hear something but i guess there's nothing that anybody could actually say and not sound completely off their fucking chair like it just there's not there's nothing you could say that's in any way 
positive or encouraging. I mean, the, the whole thing is just such a demoralizing sham. You could be like Biden walked all the way up the stairs onto the plane today <laughs> on his own. <laughs> I watched him speak yesterday uh, at the he was doing something to for black Americans <clears throat> and uh he walked up to a little girl before he started speaking. He came out and he walked over to a little girl and like whispered something to her and then came back to the mic and was like, I'm going to make sure she gets ice cream after and ice cream, ice cream, ice cream, which is very, um, very groomy to me. Very pizza gate. Like it's yeah. like pizza parlors, ice cream shops. It's like yeah. they're and, um, it made me so viscerally sick. Like I dry heaved. It was like something about his energy and that being allowed. I'm like, even the most liberal person has to sit in the room. There has to be a mom in that room that is grossed out by this situation going on. That is it. It isn't about politics. It's right. like just this this scumbag, this right. guy that gets away with this and is doing this on a regular basis. And there's all the proof out there. There's all the proof out there that this guy is doing bad stuff to kids. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it just, it, it's crazy that we live in a place where we are in this spot in America because people voted for hate. Like they hated Trump so much that we are in this whole spot. Yeah. And that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It really is. It really is. Well, they fed they fed that hate. I, it all I mean, we've talked about this off and on, back and forth quite a bit, but just like the whole spiritual energy behind all of it and the division behind all of it. There's they couldn't divide us any other way except for making everything just be like this inverted psychological fucking wreck, you know. And and the thing is, like they took Trump apart for everything they're still taking the shit that biden's doing they're still saying trump's doing it you know like it, it's it's constant but they can't say it's like the dissonance is so thick that they won't admit that this guy is like a child predator and that he causes legitimate like trauma and harm and he's you know ruined lives and his son is ruined lives because we need him to help to usher in the new world order under nancy you know it's it's just it's disturbing to me how few people are actually willing to take a stand. Like, it's like you say, there has to be some mom in the room that's just fucking disgusted by it. Like, everyone's just silent. And a lot of it, I think, the media does silent stuff, but I, I really feel like people are just not saying anything. People are just fucking quiet. Well, and that, they might not just not be watching, though, also. Like, I mean, like people for, just don't I mean, bother. I feel like, I mean, yeah. his, I'm the weirdo. Like his, the numbers, I know. I was like, well, I'm sorry. There's people actually it. watching Biden. I mean, this guy's not selling stadiums, right? Like, right, right. Like, it's true. There's not much attention there, right? right. Like, I mean, I, I doubt the room's very full, honestly. I mean, that's been my experience when I have seen him speak. Right. You know, the room's half empty and it's probably his cronies, right? So. You're doing the good thing listening. I can't bring yeah. myself to do it. Every so often I hear him start to say something. I'm just like, I can't, I can't listen. To, I get so flabbergasted. I but, don't all the time. It was a rarity that I caught it. And I was really like, um, I couldn't believe how nauseous, like for real, like dry heaved. And then I thought I had to go to the bathroom and throw up. And I'm just like, I can't believe this is the dude leading a country right now. Yeah. Like there is nothing clean about this guy. Yeah. Um, I will also like my witchy 
because he was talking to like some African-American caucus and you can find so much stuff of how racist this guy is from his history. He's like the most racist dude. And so I was like, say the N word, Biden, say the N word. Like I was like attaching to him, like mess up, say it and go, go hard, go with the go Negro Biden. Why don't you go full colored Biden? Why don't you go so pappy on us that we're like, whoa, this is a granddad. But I kind of feel like he is that dude. You can find everything where he's going full hard ER. Like he's not even messing around with the racist stuff. So I just don't understand where we're at that this guy is allowed to speak to black people. Like how dare he? How yeah. dare he even have a say so or the audacity to stand in a room of some of the like best black leaders in America right now? Yeah. How dare this scumbag and then go over and like flirt with a five year old yeah. beforehand to talk about ice cream? Yeah. What world are we in? Yeah. yeah well, I mean, I think COVID has shown us the world we live in where most of the people you see around you have outsourced their critical thinking, right? And they're letting CNN and MSNBC and and these big media outfits that we know are all liars, uh, like they're letting them do the thinking for them. They're not even, I mean, I think the best example, and I hate to like, I I really enjoyed having Tommy Chong on, but before we had him on, I watched a podcast on one of our friends' podcasts, and literally in the same sentence, the guy said, I know that I went to jail because of the law that Biden passed, but I still supported him and I'm ho- totally with him on, you know, to, to be elected against Trump. Yeah. Right. Like it's like, but that's, that's most people, even the, the people. Oh God. Sorry guys. Sorry guys. Oh. Okay, I think you well. need to go and pull the yellow stick out of the cup, Scott. Okay. There we go. It's the most dangerous thing. It's the most dangerous thing, white supremacy. Anyway, I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I was just pulling up some information here. That's so I, I guess I feel like the, a lot of a lot of our country is just like that, right? Like even if you tell them, even if you show them the clips of like how racist this guy is, even if you, even if it affects you directly, the media tells you he's good for you right now, and you believe it. Yeah. Like that's that's the world we live in right now. Well, they want to believe it because he's the epitome of the sham that their lives represent. Like everything is just is just complete make believe. Everything's fucking make believe. Like everything that the people who are staunchly supporting him stand for, everything that they want. It's not good for people. It's not good for humanity. It's not good for families. It's not good for the country. Like they, there's just, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I just don't know. And like, how many people we get? I mean, we go back to this over and over, but there wasn't really that many people that actually fucking supported him. I mean, there wasn't. He didn't l- legit win that election by any kind well, of a margin. he shouldn't have been the nominee in the first place. No. He's, honest, li- right? If nothing else, if he wasn't a racist pedophile, he's incompetent. Mm-hmm. He's incompetent. Corrupt, a corrupt criminal. He's corrupted. Racist pedophile. Yeah, he is. <laughs> this, this, this clip I accidentally bumped into that I bumped that started playing there. It was uh, a little video that I saw earlier. That was pointed out to me. It's this uh, from a, a clip from a podcast called the Kwame Brown Bust Life podcast, apparently, and it was an interview with Judge Joe Brown. Have you guys have you seen this at all, Cheney? Have you heard of this at all? No. So Judge Joe Brown, right? Yes, that like Judge the Joe TV Brown, judge, yes, the guy okay. from the TV, Judge Joe Brown, just just talking about his personal accounts from like the seventies of having interactions with Biden, and you know what I mean, and like seeing him in like full on racist mode, dude. It's insane in his account of how this guy is now. 
an interesting side note about Joe Judge, Judge Joe Brown is that he, uh, <clears throat> I didn't know this until I started looking into the whole MLK thing, Martin Luther King assassination. Um, basically, he was, uh, so, uh, what is it? Um, 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 James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray was the guy that they set up for that assassination, right? And, and they, they got a forced confession. And my understanding is that his James Earl Ray's initial uh, attorney got him to confess and and he got him to confess under the pretenses of saying, okay, look, it's such a high-profile case. Like he said, look, just confess, and then you can appeal it, and it'll get overturned on appeal. That was that was the defense, and so that was what he claimed that he was he was being starved and coerced and made that confession, uh, you know, being coerced uh, under the impression that he would just get and he would he kept throughout the whole initial trial trying to get a new attorney because this attorney that he had was such a piece of crap. Trying to get this, trying to get a new attorney, and so uh, eventually he pled guilty to the assassination of Martin Luther King, and the re- spent the rest of his life trying to have that overturned, and and he kept going to appeals over and over and over and over and over, and the final judge who was seeing the final appeals case uh, was Judge Joe Brown, was the last judge that was actually seeing that case, and and James Earl Ray died, he was an old man at this point, and died uh, while he was. Uh, during that trial yeah, right. and his lawyer died apparently subsequently after and there's an interview a really interesting interview with Judge Joe Brown where he's talking about how like he's explaining that trial and he's talking about how if James Earl Ray would have lived uh, with all the evidence I had I would have overturned the case it would have overturned the conviction and then that's that was before um, that was before the 1999 civil trial um, and not a lot of people know about this I, every, every Martin Luther King died I always post a meme about this just so people can go look you know um, it's a uh, uh, Dr. Pepper, Dr. Barry Pepper was the attorney for the King family throughout all this, right? So Dr. Pepper, that's how I remember that. But uh, he, uh, <clears throat> they, they won. They won a civil trial that named several eight entities of the United States government were found guilty in a conspiracy to, to commit, to, to assassinate Martin Luther King. It's so insane. Like, not everybody knows that. So I didn't know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Really? So literally the, the U.S. government was found guilty in a civil trial for... Uh, conspiracy to commit murder and the assassination of Martin Luther King. What names yeah. were they? I wonder. It was like it I'll was like, like, it was like agencies. Yeah, it's on like the Martin Luther King. You can actually get the transcript for the entire trial. But anyway, I was just saying all that because like like I had no idea. Like Judge Joe Brown, I thought he was just like a TV a personality. Deep dive. But Next time MLK Day yeah. comes yeah. around, yeah, yeah. let's do a deep dive on that and just yeah. like totally yeah, but bring some light. To but it. Judge Joe Brown's a very like I had no idea. Like he's a pretty high status actual. <laughs> so judge, he was a federal you know? judge. Absolutely, then. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Wow. Is he as high status as Judge Judy? I mean, almost. No one is as high status as Judge Judy. Maybe. Maybe. But I thought that was super interesting. And then to have him come out now and be like just saying like personal accounts. So anyway, maybe I'll put a link to the show description if I remember uh, to that that particular interview. But yeah, I think Jesse Jackson's dirty too. He's all linked up in the MLK assassination. He's always in the right place at the right time. I think he was actually standing on the balcony. Yep. It's back with the like the bow ties or the neckties or something like all the people that were wearing neckties were like the ones that were the ones don't shoot this person if you actually shoot at anybody don't don't shoot the person with the necktie or something mm. like that I'm pretty I feel like there there was something like that it's uh. interesting because the necktie automatically makes me think of like the uh, the honorable Elijah Muhammad mm. and then if you go into everything with Malcolm X and what they did to him um, they he became Muslim and then he realized very quickly that they were like, you know, abusing children too. And he was like, because he always thought it was the white devil, the white devil, but it's it, it was happening in the highest parts of the people that he held like teachers as well. And so it was really heartbreaking for him. And once he was 
going to come out and say something about it. They say that the like CIA with the um, Church of Islam like had him assassinated. Wow. <clears throat> Interesting. Yeah, I didn't know about all that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. So I wanted to ask you about, um, I don't know, can I ask you about, <laughs> and if no, we'll edit it out later. He'll edit it out later. Um, so I listened to like just almost an hour and 40 minutes today of your interview with Bianca. Mm -hmm. And um, and I was curious more just about I know you had done some work with her. How do you pronounce it? Reiki? 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 Reiki. I always um, say it wrong over and over again. Um, but it, it sounded really, really cool. But I actually was just interested to hear your experience with if you wanted to share. But if you don't, that's OK. It could be. Yeah, totally. Okay. Um, I, if you would ask me probably even a year ago, I was just not a person that was this woo woo that would even get down with it. And I've had friends in my life that were Reiki masters and all sorts of, you know, fairy type girls. And I just never, anyone that ever offered it to me, I was just kind of like, yeah. Uh, but since doing the show, I'm kind of open to whatever people have going on. And Bianca um, is a Reiki master. And so when I finally hit her up and was just like, okay, Bianca, I think I want to do Reiki. She was all like, I was waiting for you to ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just like, okay. So um, it's energy. And she also works in your chakras and not all Reiki master, all Reiki masters are a little different in what they specialize in. Um, and then she's starting to work in the Akashic. Um, so your past lives. And so you deal with uh, trauma and healing, like lifetimes that aren't necessarily this one. Mm -hmm. So today I had a session and uh, she started out my, in my head and she said that it was so much it made her clench her teeth. Uh, I haven't re-listened and I don't want to get the words wrong yeah. really with what she said and probably how beautiful they were compared to my relaying. Uh, she said that it made her grit her teeth. It was just so much um, so that I kind of had to work on that. Um, she said that when she got to like my third eye, it was so bright, but it was blinding like it uh, to her. It was too bright. And um, when she got to my throat chakra, she felt like a pain in the left side uh, of her chakra or like a clearing, which made it, for her, whatever her some signs are, that was like an addict to her that was trying to come through. Like, did I lose an addict in my life? Um, and um, so I didn't even think about it. I was like racking my brain. And then she's just like, is it your father? And I was just like, oh, yeah. It, wow. it would be. And um, so that was, and my hands were sweating really bad and my stomach was so making noises. And um, then when she got to like my gut, I felt this like, I'm not really a crier, but I kind of got really weepy and this like really heavy emotion that um, like to, from my guts to my sacral chakra that I just... Uh, was like that I lost my baby, that somebody took my baby from me wow. and um, that I kind of 
relayed that to her, but she <laughs> writes. She's like in her own thing. Uh, she asked me a- afterward kind of what I went through, but she already wrote her synopsis. So it just, you know, she already wrote her synopsis and kind of sent it to me. So me just going over this is just probably maybe validation for her. Um, so I just was so sad. Like I didn't even get to hold my baby. And she's like, I feel like this, it, it, like a father, uh, like a father love for it or a mother love. She kind of was going back and forth. But she's like, you were a pirate in your past life. Like Ooh, you had a whole crew. Okay. And um, I think that maybe like my whole crew kind of died. Like I had to witness my crew die, but uh, I was pregnant. So it delayed my hanging. And um, then they took my baby and I died of the infection afterward. Uh it, it's the whole craziest Man. thing. Um, but in past lives, I've watched my crew die a lot of times. And I, in some past lives, I was a coward and didn't speak up. And in some past lives, I didn't have the power to speak up. Um, but like, I think I've watched my coven burn and my crew hang. And um, maybe not this lifetime, though. Not this lifetime. But yeah, somewhere this is kind of part of my Reiki that I did today. And it was really heavy. Wow. <laughs> it sounds so nuts to kind of go through it in that sporadic of a thing from like my father to my pirate life. That's really amazing, actually. It's really that's Akashic stuff. And then she did energy stuff, too. And like Kundalini, Kundalini and um, worked on my chakras. But I'm just like in awe of those things that I told you right now. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I saw you making some posts earlier about some uh, pirate gal that kind of is reminiscent of what you just described. You feel like you you channeled your, like, that 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 energy's being, like, you know what I mean? You were making some posts earlier. Yeah. About, yeah, yeah. Tell us about that, that lady. Do you feel like that's um, a representation? Of, is that you? I don't know, I don't but know. that's Mary Reed. Okay. And um, she was a pirate, and uh, she was also known as Mark Reed. Um, her mom had a son that she lost that died. <clears throat> and so she, um, and I'll just tell you what, I have had to clear my throat since Reiki all day. I don't ever have a problem with having to, <clears throat> and I'm like, it's like this ner- nervous tick since then. Um, I don't think it's that. I don't know what's going on. I'm I've got a like bug purging. in my throat too, really bad. But I, it's seasonal <laughs> allergies for me. But also, I'm surrounded by vaccinated people at work. So yeah, I'm you're just getting shed on. I'm bro. just getting shed on, dude. Yeah. Like, this is yeah. just straight shit. When I started to get cramps oh, in my yeah. Reiki session, I was like, no, this isn't shedding. Like, yeah. <laughs> like this isn't like yeah. I'm going to be present in the Reiki thing. Uh, but she was like, so she had to pretend she was her brother. Okay. Because in England, um, there wasn't any kind of. Uh, schooling military or anything like that for women so she pretended she was a boy and then um ended up on a crew with calico jack for a while she was the only woman that had her own crew but then she had other women that she there was so many other women pirates that i didn't find out i didn't know anything about women pirates till today um and uh i've totally been on so many rabbit holes there's stories of like a woman who refused to be hung other than anything because they were going to give her like a lenient sentence and she was like no you'll hang me as a pirate and she's the last woman to be hung in massachusetts whoa oh shit dang hang me as a pirate 
Hang me. There you go. That's the title episode. Episode title right there. <laughs> <laughs> Bam. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really intense. Well, yeah. I feel like, um, I mean, having gotten to know you more and more, I feel like that you're like an old soul, like intuitive. And I know that you haven't always necessarily perceived that about yourself, but I perceive that about you a lot. And just having conversations with you and like hearing you talk to Bianca and the way that you are able just to really ride like an energetic current with somebody and just to be present and to and that you understand energy and that you understand intention and kind of like spell casting, which I'm actually learning more about a little bit from you. Um, but uh, I think it, it's really powerful and really cool that especially right now in the midst of everything that's going on that you have these like crazy, like I feel like they're just like highly defined intuitive traits and this like, I don't know how like, empathy feels to you in terms of how it emotionally resonates with you but it but it comes across as like that you're really good at just holding space for people and and you know and and being able to be like an energetic stronghold but for like you know good magic so um i'm a professional space holder yes absolutely (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it so I want to ask, what else are what else do you feel like is going on with your uh, with your podcast? What other kind of what other kind of guests? What kind of topics? Most importantly, and what what are you finding that you love to talk most about? Um, I love to talk to people about how long they knew they were weird, mm. like how long they knew they were different than yeah. everyone else around them. Yeah, um, I love to talk to them about what on the darkest fucking day, like what is the reason that gets you out of bed that you keep breathing? Yeah. Like whatever that is, whatever that um, faith key is for people. Yeah. And uh, I really like to talk about how magic everybody knows that they are and like superpowers that they have and intuitions that they starting to listen to and synchronicities that they're starting to be aware or present for them. And these really heavy, deep connections that they're just being authentic and trusting and uh, vulnerable and like life is just unfolding in a whole different way. And um, yeah, I think everybody's a weirdo. And we're all pretending we're normal, like living like up to the best version of everybody's Facebook life. And yeah, I think if everybody just like gets down to their weirdo and owns it and like there is no such thing as normal and maybe everybody's like a mystical creature somehow or maybe this like human like here's humans and here's dogs and here's horses and here's tigers and here's it's like really is this really it? is this really it or is there something so much more that we can't see going on? Yeah, Um, absolutely. I like to talk to people about that. (laughs) I love that. I'm looking forward to to coming on your show too. Oh yeah. Got to get Ed in there. Got to get Ed in the mix. It is at the end of the month. That's awesome. Yeah. I heard about that. It's super cool. Super cool. So, (laughs) so I have a question to follow up from the last time we were together. Uh, So you told me you were watching probably, probably my all time favorite show, the OA. Did you finish it? <laughs> I can't watch the last three episodes. I feel like we're living in the OA and I just, I, I can't finish it because I feel like somehow I'm going to know too much or 
It's probably my shadow work. I should just go with it this week. Like just layer it all on and finish the OA. Well, I have to say there's, I mean, and you know, you'll know when you know, when you get through those three, but like, there's all these rumors that are trickling around online right now that, that it is coming back for another season and, and just how they leave it. And I can't tell you anything. It would make sense that, I mean, I, I feel like it's so deep that like on a greater level, like them, the canceling could have been fake and it's just all part of the gimmick of the show. Right. It's all, I don't know. The fo- I'm the show into it. Trans- I'm, I'm the totally sh- going to do it now. The show transcends the show, right? Like the show is, is real. That, that's how. Is it like life in, imitating art in our current situation? No, it's, I haven't seen anything. it's, it's, I mean, it's just, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I, I will say that I will say I've had this idea. But this idea, right? Okay. So I would love to, and I don't know, I never have the time to do all these ideas that I have, but I would love to make a podcast about people watching the show, the OA, mm-hmm. like watch an episode and then do a podcast about that episode, right? And just go through all of it, you know, and talk about it. Cause I feel like there's so much depth to that show. Like there's so much to it. It's so much. Yes. I love, I, I, it, this is, Okay, this is the nerdy thing I do every day. Um, I go to Britney Spears. I just have this, like, this is what I'm manifesting on this timeline. So I go to Britney Spears. I know she's MK Ultra, and we're all watching all right. a poor Project Monarch victim play out in front of us daily. I know what's happening. But if there's any control in there that the real Britney has or her handlers or whatever, so every day that Britney makes one of her kooky, cocky, crazy posts, I write to Britney Spears. That makes me laugh. Something that makes me laugh. And then, so are we going to do those OA dance moves or what? Yes. Something to throw in the OA dance moves. Because I feel like if I can get Britney Spears to do these moves, we can create the next trend. And if we all are like, oh, like whatever, <laughs> show the OA moves, um, then, I, you know, like she posted the Princess Diana tweet the other day. And I wrote like, hey, Britney, I know a way we can get Princess Diana to come back to life. OA dance moves. <laughs> Like Whoa. anything she writes, I owe a dance over. I love it so much. Yeah. Okay. I have to, one specific question though. Probably my favorite thing that happened in that show, like the episode with the octopus. Did you just fucking love that? I, um, you got the, octopus? the octopus that comes it, 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 the octopus symbolism and the whole of my life is it or just for all of it like the tiger king of it all my octopus teacher the oa octopus uh the octopus that are in that uh, that movie where that girl what is it called where she like um communicates with the aliens and they all look like black octopus oh yeah, in yeah, circular yeah, yeah. language yeah yeah i don't know what that movie's uh, called that's a good one though that's a good one i'm probably they octopus symbology us a lot yeah. it's part of their weird um they're, I don't know what the evil they, but they definitely uh, want us to have an octopus teacher. Hmm, so it's a sci-fi series. It's I, I don't know if sci-fi really gives you the whole picture. I, it's a, maybe a little bit sci-fi, but okay. it's it's just. So I'm here's a great, to to here's a great idea. So I, I like Ed's idea, and and in the sense that okay, we can make a mainstream podcast. We can make like a mainstream, like one of those types that would be like up on the when you pull up your podcast app, it'll be right up there next to like the NPR little thing, right? We just make it totally well, I think like we, we'd be ourselves. Though. Hold on, no, 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 no. That's the thing. That's the thing. Is we, we 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 make like here we we come in it like this, and we just make totally mainstream. We are just totally vanilla, totally just like oh my god, did you see that episode last night. Oh my god, it was so amazing. Not, just go like that, okay? And we, that that, and we do that, and we do that. We do that for like a good six months and build up like, you know, 
1.5 million downloads, get a big big following, and then all of a sudden, and then all of a sudden, and then truth bombs, and then all of a sudden we go, all right, kids. Now, on this today's episode, we're going to talk about the Franklin scandal. <laughs> now, back in the day, there was a little boy named Johnny Gosh, and uh, he was like, <laughs> right? We can watch different documentaries, like yes. just all at like, Ooh. oh, and today we're going to like you're after we get a huge audience, then watch like um, Pedo Wood. Yeah, yeah, exactly, Imperium. All, all six hours. Is that is that yeah. really one? Pedal Wood? I've never heard of that. I might have made that up right Oh, now. I was like, wait, I but need to see. it could be one, too. We should, okay. We should, we should make <laughs> My it. My brain's broken Let's today. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get with Craig, man. We'll, we'll make, we'll make, yeah, anyway, not at all. Wait, Craig Sawyer? Yeah, Craig. Yeah, okay. Craig. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the show Mystery Science Theater yes. 3000? Yes, yes. Like this idea, okay. but... Um, we'll talk about the OA. <laughs> dude, dude. Okay, so here, here I, had a, I had an idea similar to that. I think this would be great. This would be great. Megan, you'll love it. It's the you'll original angel. It. Totally. The yep. original. I, I don't know what any, I don't, I'm not understanding any of this. I can't get a visual on what your guys are even. <laughs> dude, we're pitching shows. Still in we're my mind, shows. there's like little black octopus that are hanging okay, from okay, spider's me, webs oh, all around me. Let me just give you like the, the synopsis of the. The like, first, do I Netflix it? Is it Amazon Prime? The start Prime? of the show, which the show goes so many different directions. <laughs> I don't but know if I want The start it. of the show, like, it's basically um, this this girl that's uh, had, like, a, a near-death experience, right? And um, so, and you might have to help me with this, Chaney, because it's been a while. But uh, she she's had a near-death experience, and she was, essentially, she meets some guy that is gathering people who have had near-death experiences, right? Because he's okay. trying to look into it. Okay. But what he and is he like experimenting he does, on him? Like in a way, science? he's trying to see something. And okay. and and then at the start of the show, she's just basically coming back to her home okay. and to her parents, and she's been gone for a very long time. And you're going to start seeing what happened in the past, and, oh, and where, when what's and she's just there's she has some new mystical abilities, I would say, in 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 in, in a way, and because that's that's the, enough of the. I don't want to give anything. No, away, no, I hear you. Like, I'll have to look at it. It starts with the near-death experience, and there's just. Uh, I need something new to watch because I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell everybody right now. I'm gonna admit. I never watch TV. Like virtually, never, ever, ever, never pick a show. But sometimes I just get down like YouTube, watching YouTube videos, and it's just not healthy and it's not good and it's not like benefiting me in my life. So I was like, okay, so just keep in mind that I'm saying it didn't benefit me in life. So let me tell you what I thought would benefit me at like you know 11 o'clock at night the other night when I was so I just I was tired and I just was like totally emotionally burned. Nothing <laughs> bad wait. happened. I was just like done. It was like a long day. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was just like, okay, pick something lighthearted. What, Megan, think back into your head. What's something lighthearted you've seen in the past? Like many years ago. So I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to open Amazon Prime. And as the, at the moment that I'm thinking the movie, the third movie over it recommends was Zach and Mary make a porno, which <laughs> this is what I was watching. And I was like, dead face, drool on my pillow, totally unhappy with life, like watching. I was like, I remember this being really funny. This isn't, I'm actually not laughing. A couple times I got a chuckle and there was one moment where they pretended it was going to be romantic, which gave me like a little bit of like those pretend romantic butterflies, like for a split second. But the rest of the movie that I, I was like, this is totally wasting my time. I could have been watching two guys build shelters in, you know, tropical jungles like normal. <laughs> so yeah. I need something new. I watched, uh, I did Game I of Thrones. I feel like I've seen that movie. Which, I, oh, it's the two guys? <laughs> Know the Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all watch them, right? I mean, I I used I used to be a huge Kevin Smith fan. It's it's interesting though. I, I, Is he he's in the OA? No, no. Oh. He, I mean, he he did the Zach and Mary. Oh, okay. He, he made that oh, movie. He's, he's, the he's the director. Oh, director. He, okay. He's directed. He did uh, you know Clerks, Clerks uh, Mall Rats, Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. 
Um, he did, let's see, Dogma. There's some, there's some good ones in there, you know, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like it was maybe a different, different time, a different time of my life, you know? Um, although I have seen him live and he's pretty funny. He is pretty funny, but it, I, I'm I, a comic book nerd. So I, yeah. it's like, I don't watch YouTube so much anymore, but I totally will watch Kevin Smith, Batman on Batman. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Cheney Bl- has Blunt it. Man Chronic. You got to tell her about oh, who's yeah. the guy with the comic, the, the truth comics. She was, he was on her show. Paranoid American. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. No, yeah. Never mind. Then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We need to get him on. Totally dude. Like yeah. he made a little uh, animation for us and, haven't found the perfect place to utilize it yet, but but yeah, Have shout I out to it? Paranoid American. Thank you. That's a little logo. The oh 3D yeah, logo. yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys, if you're not following Paranoid American on Instagram, at Paranoid American, yeah. dude, just sick art all day long, dude. Living the dream, making his own comic books, yeah, like conspiracy, it's pretty cool. like alternative history. He's another history. Florida guy. Another Florida guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah. All shout the out. goods are over in Florida. We just yep. need to get over there. So is there a good place for our come. Truth Compound and Truth Beach, <clears throat> Cheney? Truth Beach. I know you guys got to figure out what you want. Well, here's the thing: there's I, everything in Florida. I started. Do you, do you hear that, Scott? Yeah, I know. I started applying for jobs, and I applied for several jobs. Like I was looking at specifically your area because I wanted to land somewhere where I knew, knew, knew somebody. You know well, what I mean? How can you like, not? That's like perfect to be at Truth Beach. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I was looking. I was applying for jobs around there, and then I got a call or I got a response to one of them, and it said, "Hi, so you got an application in. Let us know when you'll be in Florida, and we can set up an interview." And I'm like, "Dang!" So like. This is like the, it got dude, a little too the real. The job market in Florida is legit right now yeah. because most of the population's old people. They need everything done for them. Oh yeah, huh? And so um, you can't compare it to the pay you're going to make on the West Coast. Yeah. But your cost of living is going to be so significantly less. Yeah. Um, and plus, we have no state tax. Okay. So we don't have state tax either. Well, sales tax. Like, do you have in, you know income tax, right? We don't have any, like, so we don't, like, you guys have Oregon state tax. We don't have Florida state tax. Oh, yeah, I see. Oh, dude, yeah, none of that shit. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Okay, cool. So anyway. I kind of ran into the same thing. I I applied for some jobs in Texas when we were talking about Texas. I even got a, a, like, a call-in, like, interview thing. But then they basically said, like, they asked me how long it would take me to move there. And I said it probably about a month. And they reached back out and said, you know, let us know when you're here. We would we'd consider yeah. you, but we can't wait that long. So it almost seems so. like it'd have to be like you have to save up a little bit. I have yeah. to like save up a pretty good chunk. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Kind of crazy. What about housing like in the in the down there? I mean, would it be find hard to find a room to rent somewhere or something? You think? Uh, probably to what you guys are used to paying. It, I mean, it'd probably be easy. There's yeah. houses for rent everywhere. I have friends that have um, are moving from Jamaica in August and they can't even believe the cost of houses. They're wow. like, Oh my gosh, I can't. But even if you look from like Miami to like where I live yeah. to Orlando to Jacksonville, you're going to get it significantly different with what you can buy. Yeah. And then if you go into the center of the state away from the ocean, the amount of property you're going to be able to get is going to get significant. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, ugh, it's so hard, man. Like I went on a, a drive a few weeks ago <laughs> Actually, to a Freedom Cells camp out up in Seattle. So that was a good, like, four-and-a-half-hour drive. But, man, oh, man, it was, like, the most beautiful, perfect day. And, like, I got to see, like, Mount Hood and Mount Rainier. And I was just, like, overwhelmed. I'm like, dude, this place is just so perfect. Like, it's just, like, it's it's, it's worth fighting for, man. It's worth fighting for, honestly. Yeah, it's amazing in like, Oregon. Ugh. 
It was, it was Especially kinda, for three months out of the year, it might yeah. be better than. I was about to say, like place. three months, two and a half, three months of the year, it's yep. great. Like today, it could not possibly be any better. Yeah, we had like right 90, now. 91, yeah, yeah. 92, whatever yesterday. <laughs> and I think today it's like 88, 89. It's blue. Sunny. It's yeah, hot. It's like dry, hot. You know, the it burns your feet. Well, not my feet, but it would burn Scott's yeah. feet to I've walk got, on I've the got, ground. I've up. got privileged feet. He, he does have it. privileged privileged feet. feet. Yeah, yeah. Yep. extra privilege. <laughs> yeah, I can't walk around on rocks <laughs> or hot hot cement. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So, but I don't. I would not miss the mountains. Not at all. I would definitely not do good to move to like the Midwest area like or like even middle of the country i can't be that far away from an ocean i don't think i i was thinking maybe i could but i don't think that would ultimately be psychically healthy for me i don't know i feel like you kind of have to be where you know the inner part of you thrives in whatever kind of natural environment i mean maybe it's not a natural environment for everyone but I don't know. I, I just know that that's kind of, I have to fire. I have to definitely have fire, like a fire pit all the time. We know mm. this about me morning and night sometimes, but then um, definitely got to have the water. And someone was saying to you, like, well, what about like big rivers? Well, I don't know. That's are nice. It's not the same. They're not salty. They're, They're not, they don't wash. I don't know. You know how the ocean is. So I don't know. Yeah. It's, one nice thing is like in Oregon, even like from being in Portland, as long as I was to drive to the coast, you'd be hard pressed to be in a place in Florida that would take you that long to get to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Like most parts of most towns or at least, I mean, I'm an Atlantic girl. I've grown up. I was, you know, born in Palm Beach, raised in Vero. Um, I like the Atlantic seaboard. I know people that are addicted to the Gulf Coast. They would never leave it. I never... Um, I'm biased. I, I like my Atlantean, uh, Bahamian, like, uh, people right out there. I like the whole Bermuda Triangle of it all. Hmm. Oh. Ah, yes. So there's that, all that allure. Wow. Yes. Yeah. yeah I like treasure. Place. Yeah. Yeah. The pirate in me loves treasure. I live yeah. on the treasure coast. Uh, <laughs> so it makes sense. I like precious metals and things like that. I don't know. I love Florida. I even down right down to the politics. Uh, the dirty places are dirty, and everyone in the country knows about them. If you pick up Dade County, everyone knows how dirty Dade County is. Everyone knows Orlando's creepy. Yes, Disney World, NASA, all the creepy things stick oh, yeah. out like red herrings. But I, I or um, red herring wouldn't be the right term at all. But <laughs> I, I think that um, the fact that they're all here means there's something about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some some energy, definitely some energetic. Uh, I don't know, some focal points there. What about the idea of it being like kind of waterlocked, and there's like pretty much one way in, one way out? Does that is that a concern at all? Like in some sort of like whatever, like there's main artery coming in, and but otherwise it's just on a peninsula. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Is that a vulnerability? Um, my brother uh, lives in the Keys, and um, I'm a pirate, so yeah. the idea of getting on a boat and okay. <laughs> leaving isn't like a crazy idea. Okay, exactly. And um, the islands are all right there. There's so many islands wow. everywhere. I mean, most people's fantasy is like the New World Order is going to come and we're going to move to an island. Yeah. Uh, well, you could just get on a boat and drive there from Florida. It's not, wow. a, I mean, there's islands that you've never even heard the name of that aren't on the map. I'm like sold, sold, wow. sold, yeah. sold. <laughs> wow, so you're just gonna have to. I'm gonna. I want to go out and visit. Yeah. Like I, I, I know I was saying like Texas when I was thinking Texas, and my daughter's in Texas still, but she's coming home now. 
Um, she is. Yes. So, um, but, uh, but I just, I don't know. And I, I agree with you too. Like, and I've been talking to families here and I've like made just in the last few weeks, like connections with like other moms and, you know, their, her children have gotten to be, you know, fast friends with my children. And I'm hearing like, there's a charter school that's a possibility maybe for us for the next year. And like, I'm seeing some things that could be potentially grounding, but then I also think like prior to the whole COVID new world order rollout, like I just, I don't thrive here eight, nine months of the year. And it's, it's such a, a such a huge emotional struggle for me, and I just don't do well with it. And I'm just like I'm the age that I am, and I've been here an awful long time. <laughs> I mean, all told, I've been here you know back and forth twenty years of my life, which is half my life, and I know that I don't thrive here by now, you know. And I and so like days like this, days like yesterday, heck yeah, I'm just like somebody like plug me into the wall, and I'm all charged up, and I'm ready to go and like conquer life, but for the dark months, that's not the case for me. And I struggle with, you know, a lot of things and depression's one of them. And I'm definitely strongly affected by the weather, but I, so there's that pull, you know, to get where it's consistently warmer, where it's consistently brighter, where it's consistently bluer, um, where the growing season is longer. Cause that's one thing that I'm, I have a tiny baby garden, but I'm, yeah, you're good at a garden. <laughs> Your garden. Unlike Ed and I, but yeah, I'm trying, but I, but I think too, just, I don't know. I, I would love to think that all the things that I'm confident are coming our way that we're going to have to trudge through. Like I'd love to, to be wrong about all of those things and oh, I yeah. hope that I am, <clears throat> but I, I'm not on any high horse, but I, but I just, I feel that that's coming. There are a lot of things coming that we we're going to have to really fucking figure out like in a really super hard concrete way, how to not be a part of this system. And so growing food and like gardening, having my feet in the dirt and having the sun on my shoulders and just having like friends come over and just like, we're just hanging around and like eating what we grew and like playing music together, like singing or just having fellowship. Like to me, that is such a huge pull and appeal. And I don't know, like I still have three younger kids. Is this the best place for them to finish growing up? Like the, the chances of them ever going back to school in Oregon, at least under the, the mandates and the new rules and all the things that they have now is zero. And I want them to have a different kind of a life than I feel that at least right now, presently what I feel like can be offered them. Because at the end of the day, I can give them all that I'm able to, but I'm just one person. I'm one woman and they need to have the benefit of community. They need to have the benefit of friends. They need to have the benefit of other people interacting and investing in their lives and pouring into them. And so that they can learn to pour back. I mean, there's just, I don't know. I feel like it's kind of a complex dynamic and too, um, you know, I have older kids who, I don't know, it's, it's a lot, but I, but I do definitely feel a strong pull that direction. And I think for so many reasons, I mean, and I spoke to you about this, we've talked about this, but I just think when I get there, I can look at pictures and you can tell me how wonderful it is. And I feel like it's probably going to be, but I just want to just like flow with it. I just want to feel it and like try the place on for size and like interact with the people and walk into some places and walk down to the beach and just like let it actually like tell me if it's pulling me. Let it try actually it like, you know, yeah, just feel it out. So I don't know. July, I'm still hoping. It's so, cr I mean, Oregon, I just know how sweet it is when it's sweet. When it's sweet, and yeah. And I, I and if you're not scared to sweat, 
I can't imagine so many other places that are better than Florida. Like if you're really not scared of the heat, if you're not scared of the suns, like it's going to sit in your passenger seat. It's going to sit on your shoulders. It is going to feel a way like I can't explain it enough how different the sun is here. Like, yep, you need a hat. You need to be sensible about your sunscreen. I mean, probably I don't do these things, but. I'm a Floridian. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be doing any of that sunscreen or hats, but I, but I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. I just like, I just like to get, I get to that stage every summer where my skin gets so brown that it starts to kind of get leathery and not take on any more brown. You know, like your skin's taken on all the possible pigment pigment that it possibly can. And then for like the next eight months, it just slowly fades out of my skin until the first few weeks of spring. And then I'm, brown again but yeah and i started a, start to get the, the sunspots where you've like definitely bleached your skin out too and like you know there's like a little white spot on your, your arm i had that a couple years in a row some years back and then like for a year i was like maybe just sunblock on those weird spots because <laughs> i'm gonna want that to tan even down the road so <laughs> i was like i'm gonna be racially ambiguous by the end of summertime <laughs> oh, and right? i got told no you're just gonna look like tan mom Tan mom. <laughs> tan mom. <laughs> yeah i was like noted Noted. Noted. I'll stay out of the sun a little bit. I'm not going to look ever um, some kind of uh, foreign person. I'm just going to look like a tan Florida lady. Tan mom. Well, I'm kind of fully invested in in staying here, I think. You know what I mean? At this point, like like what's really, really I've been focusing my energy in is just our little freedom cell and getting all that stuff up and running and just these connections that we're making and like that's expanding out to other groups are kind of like I had somebody from another group reach out to me today saying, hey, we're doing this meetup. We kind of like you guys come show up to this one and stuff. And it's just like. And like I said, I, I, I talked about it earlier, how I went to this, uh, <clears throat> this like Freedom Cell camp out uh, a couple weekends ago, a few weekends ago up in Seattle. And there was probably like 200 people up there, um, just all Pacific Northwest regional people. And like one of my biggest takeaways was just like, holy shit, we got to get one of these going down here in Oregon. So we are. And we found some property. We found a person who's used to running, uh, who used to help set up Burning Man and do burners, what he called them, all over the, all over the country. And so we're doing like a full-blown like, agorist festival here cool. in invite big tech yeah no no no. and at the end of july we're not gonna we're not gonna announce like any names or anything like that but it's gonna be our inner circle but it's just like this is what we're what we're doing dude we're 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 building this thing we're building our own building our own institution right i don't know or something so i'm just super excited about it like some of these folks are just like we've had a bunch of them on the show you know some of the most amazing people we've ever met you know what i mean like it's crazy it's crazy so i don't know man i've been focusing a lot of my energy in that lately so i don't know it's been cool i i i i totally think that's awesome i think even if you're in communist china and the bleakest bleakest yeah. spots hopefully there's still some person holding a light on there yeah, yeah absolutely yep yep that's what we're trying to do that's absolutely. what we're trying to do absolutely um what about dr fauci yeah i was just gonna bring okay that i'm glad that that came <laughs> up yeah like today like so we got some emails so yeah. what what have what have we found out, Scott? I know I, I know I I glanced at a, a, a tweet this morning from Ricky and I kind of read through the article. I'm like, eh, it didn't seem like he said that much. But then you showed me some like kind of bombshell shit or later in the day yeah. here that like basically showed how to how to build the virus, right? Yeah, I haven't like vetted this stuff other than the fact that it, um, you know one of the best things about doing a podcast and I recommend this to anybody if you happen to get able to get on the Union of the Unwanted, right? you get to get in this union of the unwanted telegram channel with all the participants. Right. And then like, so today I was like, Hey, does anybody know where I can get like the actual 
emails, like not just what CNN or Washington Post are saying about the emails. Like, can you guys show me the actual emails? And boom, in two seconds, Steve from Slow News Newsday is like, yeah, here you go, bro. Boom. Just sent me a link to the PDF. So I'm like, all right. So we got all the files. There's 3,200 and something of them. Uh, it's like a WikiLeaks emails. drop. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much a WikiLeaks drop. So, you know, I've, I've, I've just been throughout the day, like people have been kind of curating it and posting different ones. And I've seen a few very pretty, uh, pretty alarming ones. Now, I haven't vetted in other than to go in and verify that they're actually in that email dump. But there's one that literally says, let me see if I can find it here. You sent it to me on Signal, if that's the... Yeah, so I got here, it says, um, it's from a guy named Adam Gertner, G-A-E-R-T-N-E-R, and the subject of the email says, coronavirus bioweapon production method, and this is from March 11th, 2020. yeah. Is that the one you sent to our chat? Yeah. It says, hello, Anthony, this is how the virus was created, and then the very first, it lists some ingredients, and the very first ingredients, it says... Uh, interviron fusion, HIV. Hmm. So the very first well, thing... I mean, there was reports <laughs> of the HIV very early on that this thing happened. They were finding HIV yeah. in it, so... Yeah, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say, so so in the union of the wanted chat, I posted that, and I said, <laughs> and I said, and I said, uh, <clears throat> I said, man, I can't believe, like, one guy, you know, gave the world AIDS and HIV. What the hell, dude? That's insane. And Whitney Webb responded and said... What did she say? She said, yikes. So I got Whitney Webb to say, yikes, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a win, dude. That's a win. Yeah, totally, anyway. Totally. Anyway. I, I mean, I again, I, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before the show, too. It's just what's – I mean, I think we all know that this guy's a bad guy and he's up to no good. And maybe there's something in there. But, like, the fact that this is getting leaked by the Washington Post and yeah. it's on all your mainstream yeah. media, like, like – there's something more to this and I just I don't trust things when they no. come through the mainstream media Mm-mm. like I immediately I'm skeptical or do you think it's more of them just telling us what they're doing I mean it could be some of that I mean some of the I mean I think they mix that in right they, I just, they do I feel like I mean not to be totally blackpilled on it but I am mm. I just nothing's gonna come of it we can all be incensed and furious and it can be an, an ungodly injustice and all of these things but look at what they just did with the elections. Look at what the elite are doing to children. Look at how we're not talking about Hunter Biden. Look at how we're hiding the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was supposedly murdered, you know, killed himself in his cell, which I don't think he's dead at all. Mm. But but if he is, I mean, the whole thing is so highly. I mean, everything that they cover up and hide and they put right in front of our fucking noses and then they're, it just it just falls away. Just nothing happens. Nobody has to answer. Look at what he's gotten away with to this point. Look what he's gotten away with to this point. The fact that we're seeing emails that confirm what we already know he was doing. I don't know. I just, I hope something awful and uh, in terms of just uh, what he has coming for betraying humanity in this way um, would would be fantastic. But I just, I don't think anything will come of it. I think this is going to be, I I wonder also what's it distracting us from? That's, I mean, what else is going on? Well, I think it's, go ahead, go ahead. I just, I just can't, everything that's happening now, I'm looking in the light of the spar scenario that was, that, People have been going over a lot lately. And I just I feel like like there's going to be these people that are going to kind of they're going to kind of be fall guys. I think Anthony Fauci, I think Bill Gates, these guys that were these prominent people that really pushed this thing. I think they're like we're seeing what's happening with Bill Gates now. I think the same thing could be happening with Anthony Fauci. 
I think we're quickly approaching when we're going to start seeing some real reaction from this vaccine rollout, mm -hmm. that this spike protein is really doing the damage. I think they're not going to be able to deny it. We've had 4,400 reported deaths to VAERS, and we know that system is is reporting, you know, they're saying a less, tiny but percentage. it's a percentage, it's a fraction, right? A fraction. I think at some point, they're not going to be able to deny what is happening to the, from the vaccine and some people are going to go down and I think it's these people that have been the, the main people in front of us. I think that's what a lot of the spar scenario was about. Like, um, like, like, like they're going to need heads to roll in the face of in the public eye, yeah. but their heads aren't going to actually be rolling. Is they're just going to make us sure. think that that's they're, happening these, so they can just slide the next person into their place. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think, I think Anthony Fauci has served his purpose. He's done. He's been a good little Anthony Fauci well, he's, for the, he's, for the elite. He's and, fully uh, rich to go and live out his, little disgusting existence but I, I i think i think you know at some point you can't deny that, that he's been a part of this they, they they can't keep propping him up they can't at some point so it, at some point they're going to throw him under the rug and i think the same thing's going to happen with bill gates or i think it kind of is happening there's kind of there's things are shifting and, and granted this is all theoretical i don't know but this is uh you know um certainly there's been major shifts that you know um and they have ran scenarios, and generally when they run scenarios, it's because, you know, shit's going to happen or yeah. it's coming or, yeah. you know. I agree. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the – whether it's our exposure, exposing the narrative that allowed the, allowed the narrative to get away from them. Like, end of the day, the narrative's gotten away from them, and it's all coming down, right? They're, they're, whether it's the media, the establishment, their legs are caught in a trap, and they're trying to chew their leg off right now. They're trying to figure out a way to escape. And I don't know whether it's because people have been going so hard at exposing it or uh, I don't know. There's something that, you know, I've heard other arguments saying like like some of the, somewhere at the very, very top, there's different power factions that are kind of struggling to to implement their version of the new world order. It's like, no, we wanted this new world order. And these guys are like, no, we want this new world order. So right now what we're witnessing is like the infighting of the establishment, the people at the very top, like and, and a very interesting thing with that is, is like, you know, so we're all talking about how this being a big global depopulation agenda, right? Like some sort of like mass die off, a culling of the species, you know, right. all that stuff. Yeah. While at the same time, China is just encouraging and, and incentivizing people to have like three kids now where it's always been the standard that, you know, Wait, China has one kid. when are they doing that? And a few, years, a few years ago, they reversed the one child policy to two child, two children. And then now, like just in but, the last couple of days, now they're incentivizing three kids. Well, that doesn't make any sense unless they're going to use these children from some diabolical well, government program. Because know. most of the children in China who are the child beyond one are in orphanages. So like legit yeah. orphanages with so, like thousands of know. children. I mean, like, the new so, world order so is basically uh, – it's a, a a world of slavery. Yeah. So maybe they want more slaves. Maybe, maybe. that's it because they're already coming from in such China, an enslaved already, society. I mean, how many facial yeah. recognition cameras do they have maybe. already? They, that makes at sense. this point, they can manage this side of the herd. Maybe they're realizing we can manage a bigger herd. Yeah, maybe, right? maybe. maybe. And so that's that's what I'm saying is that like while the rest of the new world order is going towards a depopulation agenda, you have places like China that are breaking away and saying, no, 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 we're going to repopulate massive population growth, right? And so I think you're seeing different factions of the new world order fight. Well, each isn't other, that you know? how you take over a um, planet or yeah, a country absolutely. is that you would outbreed yes. the people that were there before yes. and then you would spread the ideology to the children and yes. within a generation you would control things. So if you can, they say one of the biggest problems in America is that the more educated we got, the less children that yep, we had. Absolutely. And, um, so that's how we lost our ideology. Yeah. Uh, is other um, 
communities started to breed more than us. And totally. so like the cores of what those American values are, um, have slowly died with how many kids that we're not having so that's or the, aborting. So that's the solution yeah. now in order to combat the, the, the globalist agenda, right? We need to like just massively start breeding. We need to encourage mass Americans to breed. Just, all hey, races all you come Americans together. out there mass like, breeding, don't all, do it with the vaccinated. All Americans just come together and just start breeding, having kids everywhere. Just love. Pure love. Well, one of the things that we right? lost besides the fact uh, that we were educating ourselves right. out of having babies is that we were in the pursuit of education and of the higher pursuits in life. We weren't parenting and raising yeah. our kids. And that was another huge way that Americans lost so much ground over the last 20, 30 years, I think it's just been this incremental perversion and destruction of the family in almost every way. I mean, and it's just, yeah. And it led us to where we are now, masking our kids and, you know, sticking needles in their arms so that they can play soccer or whatever bullshit that uh -huh. they're or, selling or people. Or letting them stick their own needles in their arms. Well, how about yeah. that? Yeah. How about that? Who would have ever thought I would take my three minor children to the side and be like, if you guys are ever walking around the neighborhood and anybody tries to fucking stick a needle in your arm, you guys say no and run in the other direction. <laughs> like, why is I, you know, it's crazy or, what I'm actually having the to school discuss. school nurse is telling the, the Which is why can, my right? kids are not yeah. going to ever have a school Raggedy nurse. Raggedy Ann. That's mm. why Raggedy Ann was created. What is the story behind Raggedy Ann? Did we talk about this? I heard something about that not long ago. It was like a it dark... It felt familiar, right? When I said it, I'm like, did I already say this to you guys? No, on no, show? No, 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 no. But I thought I, thought I heard something not long ago. Tell me. Um, Raggedy Ann, and I could be a little off in the story, but there was, um, you know, they were injecting kids with like polio vaccines and yeah. all this weird shit that yeah. was really experimental. Uh -huh. And so... I feel like a grandfather or somebody who is also a psychiatrist created Raggedy Ann so that they could have a kid come in and ask the kid where they were poked at school because they would know by where the kid pointed what kind of vaccine that they were trying to force give the children at the school. Dude, breaking, that's breaking insane. news, wow. breaking news. Wow. I'm going to we're gonna have to do like a little mini documentary on this or something. I know you have to yeah. do a little better and I'm sure find out better details the, than the I just Raggedy gave Ann it to you. Chronicles. And I'm sure Snopes and PolitiFact would totally debunk that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Which is how you know right off. Yeah. As soon as they debunk something, you know right away like, oh, this has grit. This is... They, they kind of like showed their colors with that. The fact checking and all that and all the flags and all the adding, you know, <laughs> notifications like, to the post. It's like I didn't even believe in QAnon until they started mocking it. And, now and then I'm when like, they oh, said QAnon I'm... witch, I'm like, oh, that word always felt a little feminine for me. But I got to try it on for size. That's awesome. <laughs> I typed in, I typed in uh, Raggedy Ann vaccine and the very first search result that pops up is a Snopes article. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Of Gross. Yep. Was the Raggedy Ann doll modeled after a child killed by a vaccine? Hmm. Oh, so that's where they they, they can they can. They're changing they, the they're words the just ever man. so they're slightly. Doing, they're doing yeah. the straw man. We're like, yeah. They said Raggedy Ann was created in 1915 by Johnny Grell, whose daughter Marcella died at the age of 13 after receiving a vaccine. Raggedy Ann was not was patented before Marcella's death and has nothing to do with vaccine opposition. Of course. Bullshit. I say it does. <laughs> Yeah, I it just totally makes too so much. Too. It makes too much. It's too. It's too ironic for it to not be like. 
I don't know. Well, okay. it's so weird that when we were growing up, they gave us those same dolls and gave them like a penis or a vagina. And they were like, where were you touched in school? Oh, like, yeah. these are your private parts. Like, all of a sudden, there was all this weird, like, really big pushing on us to sexualize us at the youngest age possible. But it was under the guise of protecting, protecting us. Protecting us. I remember in elementary school, like, fourth grade, maybe? I remember them doing that and I was actually molested and, and had been misused. And so it was like this guys where they had like somebody come and I know they didn't discuss with our parents that they were going to have whoever volunteers, counselors, cops. I don't know who the fuck they were, but they had a bunch of them come to our school and it was like, they announced it like midday and they're like, if it, you know, we, I think we did like an assembly and then they were like, if you want to talk to somebody, you want to, you know, if you need a safe person to speak to and blah, 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 that you can go and talk to one of these people. And so I don't remember what the process was. I don't know if I raised my hand or wrote my name on a note or whatever. So they pull me out of class. But um, even as a young child, I knew something was, I didn't end up telling her anything. I mean, it, I was, I was, as a child that's been victimized, it's really hard to come forward because you feel like you don't want people that you're close to to be in trouble. You think that maybe you're to blame or that you, you did caused something, it. there's shame in it. Yeah, or, and also, it's shameful even if you don't think you did anything wrong because like psychologically you innately know that that's sacred like those areas are sacred and that that's where your innocence is like even if no one tells a child that you can feel it you can feel it um but i knew and even if it's not sexually sometimes emotionally you emotionally, like it yeah like you like the attention of it and so yeah you feel and it's guilty. hard to articulate i mean and you know we all know i've been through it was through terrible abuse and it's it's hard to exactly as a grown woman to like try to articulate that balance like well i was absolutely like being destroyed and having my soul crushed but also there was this part of me that was like it was but when it was magic and it was good like it, it's such a hard thing as a grown-up woman to say but as a young child to be able to try to like articulate like and even now i have to remind myself like not everything is good or bad and not everything is just black and white like things are and people are infinitely complicated and the things that happen to us are what we go through anyway it's 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 different for each person too. But all that to say, I remember it just being off, even as a child who got the courage to say, like I wanted to tell what was had happened um, and getting to be, I was sitting on this bench outside with this, you know, I remember her thinking that she was like younger than my mom, like this young girl. And she was like, well, did you want to tell me anything? And she's just like looking at me and it was just so uncomfortable and so off and so wrong. And even as a little kid, I remember just saying, well, I don't think that I do. And I just went back to class because I remember thinking like, I didn't feel, it's just weird. It's just weird. It's just, uh, I had forgotten about that. I'd forgotten about that. But anyway. Interesting. I think all those same emotions and it's so crazy because as a kid, you don't know what sexual is. You don't know any different. And I think all those same emotions are have to be there if somebody's sticking a fucking needle in your arm at school without your parents knowing. Yeah. Or like making you wear a mask or you hear those crazy fucking stories of like kids that were coming home from daycare in like Southern California. And they were like, they're taking us into tunnels underneath the daycare and doing these satanic rituals on us. And everyone's like, what these crazy kids with their crazy imaginations. And then they go in and there's tunnels in the daycare and there's doing their satanic rituals on. And they kids. have STDs and the kids have STDs. Yeah. Right. And How do you explain that? How do you explain that? Right. I, there's just like the amount of stories that this is happening on yeah. that are just being pushed under the rug. But this, 
I think the saddest part is, is that all the people that are not owning up to the fact that this is a real problem all over with what, whatever is going on with kids, all those people all know it to be true in their real life. They know they have personal examples and people they can touch, feel and love of how kids are just being slighted and abused. And they know it because it happened to them. And so that's the craziest part that we're in this place right now where it's just a conspiracy theory. Everyone, a thing they say about uh, Dr. Fauci or Biden or Hunter or Wiener or uh, I don't know. The list goes on Epstein or Ghislaine or everything's just a big fantasy or, you know, and it's not a big fantasy. This is the real life. Like I think human trafficking, I know this jumped around a little bit from us talking about vaccines. It's all um, right. But it, yeah, it's just the biggest commodity of all time. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you're talking about slavery in the Americas or slavery in the Middle East or in Somalia or wherever. It's all human trafficking and it boils down to so they can do really creepy shit to children. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's gold or silver or oil or cocaine children are still the biggest commodity. Yes. And so until we as human beings, all of us as grown-ups who have power and have voices, until we could admit like the highest commodity is these kids. They yes. want to fuck them. They want to ritualistically abuse them. They want to drink their blood. They want to impregnate them. They want to test vaccines on them. They want to um, totally erase any idea of any like look how far away we are from our ancestors and from our attachment to this planet and how capable we are they want to erase any like they want like government being their dad like that's our worst thing we can think of they've already got worse planned for them they will have some kind of trans overlord where it will be robots their womb will not be their own they will not be able like sexuality will not be their own at all um they will be shamed and embarrassed of every part of that and so the government will decide um how you procreate um love will not be an existence that will not be an emotion that is allotted to share because love would pollute a bloodline like you that would that's that's human mess love um, yeah, I think we're in a way that it's such a spiritual war. Yeah. Um, they want all your shit on the computer. They want you to just trust and, uh, be so scared of your connection to source and each other. And they want your kids to never know it existed. Right. Like if they have any, any way about it, there will not be a God for your children. And that is the goal goal. Like they do not yep. want them to think they're special. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're headed for a slave planet. Yes. And yeah, it's not just Oregon as bad as we can say Oregon and California are. We're fucking lucky to still be in America yeah. where even the biggest Hollywood uh, liberal shitbag can rip off their mask and do something about it today. They can still do something about it right now. Yep. They can stand up against any mandate. Everyone can. They can just be brave enough to stand up. But there's a lot of other countries out there that are, don't have the same luxury. So if it isn't us right now, um, who is it? Are we waiting for Australia to stand up for us? 
Right. Are we waiting for Europe to come save us? Is Canada going to be the ones to come down with their guns and free us from Joe Biden? Like, I think it's America, and I think everybody else knows it's America, and they're like, come on, America. Yeah, they're waiting on yeah, us. Yeah. 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 Dude. So oh. well said. Wow, Cheney, you just blew my mind. Yes. Yeah. That was fantastic. I don't even know. I don't even Raggedy know. Ann. Yeah, dude, totally. <laughs> totally. Raggedy That's it right there, wow. man. Woo. Ah. Well, I, I feel like that kind of wraps it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's even, I'm kind of speechless. I'm kind of. I wish I had had my notebook because there was like yeah. four things I needed to yep. Google. So I'm gonna. Yep. I mean, duck dot. Yep. Duck dot. Pre-search dot. Okay. All right. I knew there was work. one that I wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're moving on to pre-search. I Google everything only now. <laughs> I feel like if a revelation of the method is what they have to do, then I have to be able to find it right on the front pages of Google. Yeah. I mean that's what so we're I don't want to. I don't want to dig deep for anything anymore. I don't care if it's Fauci. I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Biden. I don't care if it's a vaccine. I don't care whatever it is. I can look on the pages of Google, and now I have the tools of discernment. I don't need them to tell me with their papers of yay or nay or right. facts or whatever. Right. I can just see that they're talking about it, and right. it validates a feeling that I have called intuition. Yes. Humans used to really like be good at this thing, and. Um, I, that's all we need. Yeah. They can burn the books. They can get rid of everything. We know we're attached to it. We have yep. all the answers. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. And that's what they want to keep us away from is that intuition. And it's like we've talked about before, like they wanted historically for anyone that had any kind of connection to their to source, to God, to their intuition, following their gut feelings, spells and magic, all of that have just been told historically that they're crazy and that they didn't know what they were seeing, they didn't know what they were hearing, they didn't know what they felt. Um, but and and you know them trying to wipe that from our children will ensure that our children's children will have no God and no ability to connect to God because it will have been, you know, generationally wiped from their conscience. So um, yeah, can I you take it out of their food? Like, can you can you stick enough? metal in them to take their soul away? Can you spray their food enough to take their soul away? Can you educate them enough out of their soul? Like, yeah. I don't know. And maybe it's a combination of all of all those of things. It. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. I think so. But that's the, that's, but I didn't see them doing that two years ago to the, to this degree. I mean, I just, I didn't see it. And so, and we've said this over and over again, but that's what makes these kind of alliances and the fact that all of us sitting around this table right now see it and we understand and we're going to teach the people coming after us and we're going to tell the stories that are in our hearts and minds and we're going to continue to shine a light so that people aren't lost. They you know? can't. That's why we're here. Yeah, they absolutely. Can't. They can't crush our souls to that point. Even if it gets darker, it'll get better. Yeah. And there is a mass awakening happening. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It is the the shadows that hold on are the ones that are embedded the deepest. Mm. So we're at a place that's going to hurt the worst. But we're also in a place that like we're the warriors that out of all the lifetimes, um, whether you are from a line of samurais that um made it out alive or a line of witches or dragon riders or soldiers or like you're from a line of people that they couldn't kill and like your line of people is meant to be here right now because um once upon a timeline we win and this is the timeline i really believe it and it's yeah. like a knowing it's yes. bigger than a faith right um it's a knowing yes. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Totally agree wow. yeah well said well cheney did you want to add anything else before we close up 
Um, no, I love you guys. Love I'm glad you. I got to hang out with you guys Heck today. Yeah. Love you too, I'm Channing. so happy You're to the see best. your face. Yeah, you Do you want to plug everything plug, that plug, you'd plug, like plug, to plug? Plug, plug, plug. plug, plug uh, for plug. everything um, that I'm doing, you can go to projectchaney.com. Yes. I'm going to be getting better at having all the links and everything there because I'm getting lovely help from Thomas at Paranoid American. Nice. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. I could have him send me the stuff or I could just have him put it up. <laughs> so he's going to uh, help me get my website all together, but you should be able to find uh, my podcast and um, good conversations with great people everywhere that podcasts are yeah. uh, free. Yay. <laughs> Thanks, Cheney. Well, awesome. Thank, thank you so much for being here. Yay. Always happy to talk we'll to you. We'll do it again soon. You're, you are now the, uh, the the all-time leader on the Mount Rushmore Truzilla. Yep. Like yep, yep, Hell yep, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. I Absolutely. love that. That makes me flyer. so excited. Your most frequent I'm flyer like punch how card. Tom Hanks is on Saturday Night Live, exactly. but I'm that for Truzilla. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Or Steve Martin, right? Steve Martin, I guess, was never actually yeah, a cast member. Yeah, he's in that club, too. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Awesome. Cheney, you're the best. Freaking love you. I hope everybody goes. Thank and check out so Project much. Cheney, one of the best shows out there. Yeah. And uh, we will catch you soon. Bye. All right, bye, bye, bye. All right, guys, Damn. man. Always good to have Cheney on, man. She is, we all love Cheney, right? Yeah. How is she not? Yeah. She's the she's best. Great. She's great. She's the best so in the business. She's pretty incredibly intelligent, and she's super, super intuitive. Anybody who hasn't listened to that uh, episode that she did with Bianca, go listen to all her stuff for sure. Yeah. But that episode with Bianca is pretty intriguing. And uh, which episode is that? Is the most recent one? The most recent, the Reiki one. one? And then, yeah, and then okay. My Maria, and then she did. Was, is she My Maria on? Huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, but yeah, she's fantastic and magical. She was just a Tim, My Maria was just on Tinfoil Hat too, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. So, anyways. Well, everybody, wow, thank you so very much for sitting in with us and uh, listening to us chat with our dear friend, Chaney. Please go and find her at Project Chaney. And, uh, yes, dot com. Yeah. Projectchaney.com. And uh, until next time, I am Megan, sitting here with Scott and Ed. We wish all of you intellectual prosperity. Good night. Ding. Ding. You can't ding over my ding. I'll, 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 I'll edit it out. I'll edit well, it. Now I'm going to have dings. to do a ding that's okay, higher pitch. Hold on. No, I'm just kidding. I can't, I can't go higher. Really? No, you're fine. Good. Ding. There it is. <laughs>